Lisa Guerrero loves Huey Lewis? I don't know about that. <laughs> I've had Lisa on my show many, many times over the years. I doubt she remembers, but she's been great every time. Her new memoir, Warrior, My Path to Being Brave, is about to come out uh, today. Oh, yesterday. I'm sorry. Yesterday it came out. Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. This is uh, a cheerleader, a sideline reporter, Fox Sports, Hall of Fame cheerleader, Secrets of Playboy, She's done it all. Back on the Sid Rosenberg Show, Lisa Guerrero. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good morning, my friend. So good to be back, Sid. Thank you for having me. Great to have you back. Uh, First of all, congratulations on the memoir, My Path to Being Brave. I just released my second book. It's not easy, A, writing a book. It's not easy, B, selling a book. And C, the best part is, though, when you sit down and read it and it's about yourself, it's pretty surreal. And you've accomplished a lot. So congratulations. Thank you. The process has been brutal. I mean, really, to, to write a book, honestly, and to open up about traumatic experiences and overcoming challenges was really, um, it was grueling. But in the end, I'm so thankful that I chose this path to tell my story, and, and I hope it helps other people, Sid. Well, give us one story from the book that you would, um, you just described uh, some of these things as, tough, you know, during your life. Give us give us one little one before we get into the sure. cheerleading stuff. Sure. Well, you know, of course, I was, I talk about being on Monday Night Football as a sideline reporter in 2003, and, you know, I was, I was criticized from the very beginning as being just a model, just a cheerleader, that I wasn't worthy of being a sports reporter. And so the criticism came from, from all areas, you know, television, radio, newspapers, other people in the business. And it was devastating for me. It had devastating consequences combined with, you know, having a boss that was verbally abusive to me. And over that season, I became more and more depressed and sick and um, and really a shell of myself. Mm-hmm. And so eventually I had a miscarriage on the sidelines during a live game. Oh, my God. And it was painful. It was devastating. I should have called 911 and I should have gone to the hospital. Instead, I continued on in the second half of that game, flew home. And then, of course, I saw my doctor when I got home. But I I wanted people to know through this experience that bullying and toxic behavior has consequences with the person on the receiving end. And I I really wanted to talk about that devastation honestly, so that other people know that, you know, you have to be very careful about that toxic language you put out there. You may not think that anybody's reading it or absorbing it, but somebody is, and it can hurt them. Wow, that really is a a brutal story and a sad story, and I'm very, very sorry you went through all that. But in the end, uh, despite uh, all the progress we've made, especially the National Football League, still misogyny and chauvinism all that still exists in a big big way so i'm sorry you had to go through that lisa but uh, again this book is going to help a heck of a lot of people and look you've been uh, tough your whole career you were the first person to ask barry bonds if he ever used steroids you made dennis rodman cry so if anything lisa you may be beautiful and all those things but you are you, you are a tough girl not afraid to let people know how you feel and that's uh, that's bode well for you over the years 
You know what, Sid? That's why I wrote the book, though, because I think a lot of people see me today chasing bad guys and on Inside Edition and, you know, asking tough questions. And I, I wrote the book, honestly, and I talk about, um, you know, sad things, the thing that we just talked about that happened 20 years ago. The reason I bring them up is because I want people to know that, you know, I wasn't born brave. It was because of the challenges I faced that made me the tough person I am today. And for those that are listening right now, that are experiencing obstacles in their lives. I want you to know that I faced down some really traumatic things, but I was able to reach out for help and I was able to refocus my life and career and come out on the other end. So uh, it is really an opportunity for us to all take our pain and to turn that into power. On the show Secrets, yes, on the show Secrets of Playboy on A&E, Lisa, uh, coming out with the uh, second on the second season, I should say, you uh you took you Hefner to task, said some stuff about you that wasn't very complimentary. But I've heard that stuff before from other ladies who were involved uh, with Playboy. You weren't the first to say it, nor you'd be the last. But even you Hefner was on uh, your radar in this book, right? Well, you know, Hugh Hefner never did anything to me. Let's make that very clear. I wasn't one of the victims of you know, of misogyny or sexual assault. A lot of, you know, ex-girlfriends and playmates had accused him and the circle around him of doing some some horrific things. So in season one of Secrets of Playboy, um, you know, I hosted the last two episodes, the last two specials, and I sat down and spoke with some of the women that had experienced these horrible things uh, with the Playboy organization. Now, my experience is different. When I was 40, I chose to, uh, to pose for the cover of Playboy as a celebrity cover. But I wasn't 19 years old, and I wasn't you know, sexually assaulted by Hugh Hefner or anybody else. Right. But I gotcha. do believe the women, I do believe those young women that you know, back in the day when they were 17, 18, 19, allured into that world, I do believe that those things happened to them. So, um, yeah, I, I talk about my own experience. But I think I was the right person to host this show because I don't have an axe to grind with Playboy or that organization because it, they were nice to me. You know, I used it as a jumping off point for the rest of my career. But I do believe the women that say that bad things happen to them. Got it. Now, to wrap this up, the uh, cheerleader, the Hall of Fame deal, you, of course, worked with the Rams for many, many years. Went on to do stuff cheerleading-wise with the Atlanta Falcons, the New England Patriots. And you're one of six very lucky ladies up now for the cheerleading Hall of Fame. How exciting is that, Lisa? You, I, I just can't even ex- describe to you, Sid, how amazing it is. I mean, here it is a decades after I was a Rams cheerleader, and I just got notified this past season that I was inducted into the Professional Football Cheerleader Hall of Fame. So this was the inaugural year. There were six of us inducted. And I, I am beyond, I mean, if you would have told that 19-year-old girl who first tried out that someday you're going to be a Hall of Fame cheerleader, I would have fainted. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so thankful. Well, I'm happy it's all worked out well for you. The, the Hall of Fame, the cheerleading stuff, and, and uh, the book, the memoir that came out just yesterday, I'm sure it's going to be a great success because you have lived quite the life, Lisa, been involved in so many different things, and again, pretty and all that stuff uh, uh, on the outside, but a real warrior on the inside and not afraid to take on some very serious subjects and men over the years. So I wish you the best. I congratulate you, and keep doing your thing out there and keep coming back on the Sid Rosenberg Show. Thank you so much.
Of course I will. Thank you, Sid. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lisa Guerrero, folks. Go out there and uh, get that memoir. Promises to be very, very, very entertaining. Once again, Lisa Guerrero.